Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Thanks indeed for joining us on Money FM 89.3. You're with Primetime, Bharati Jagdish and Timothy Go with you. COVID-19 has brought a lot of issues to the fore, one of them being mental health in the corporate world. When was the last time you took some time off from work? Well, 10% of freelancers say that they did not take any time off in the last 12 months. I can say safely as well that I haven't taken time off in the last 12 months either as a freelancer. That's according to a survey conducted by IPA. The Association of Independent Professionals and the Self-Employed. Add to that a 2021 Leapers research report that highlighted almost half of the respondents stated that they are reactive to mental health difficulties rather than proactive by taking preventative measures. While there are many advantages to being a freelancer, such as increased flexibility and autonomy, there are also some unique challenges, particularly related to mental health. However, we all know that these challenges are very rarely addressed, especially in markets where freelancing is a relatively immature sector. So while corporates and those of us in full-time jobs have the benefit of companies perhaps putting together some mental wellness plans, freelancers are just left out a lot of the time. Anurag Bala is Managing Director and Co-Founder of Outsized, it's called, and they apparently have a platform to help freelancers in this regard. He's joining us today to share more. Hi, Anurag. Hello, how are you? Doing well. I hope you're doing well as well. Hopefully we're all speaking the truth because, you know, when it comes to mental health issues and strains, not very many are, number one, aware of the challenges they might be facing. And even if they are aware, they may not really want to talk about them. Let's have this very important conversation. Now, the issue of mental well-being has been brought to the fore, especially by COVID-19. What are the unique challenges that freelancers are facing, though, in this realm? Yeah, for sure. So thanks, thanks for the time. So the first thing to say is that mental health well-being is, is an issue, I think, for all of us, especially in markets like Asia, Africa. There's often actually been historical social taboos um, and societal taboos around actually addressing these types of types of issues. I think COVID-19, the pandemic, you know, one of the good things that's come out of it is that it's given everyone, you know, individuals, organizations, societies, time to sit back, reflect, and actually look at how we're spending our time, how much actually we're looking after ourselves. And I think that's, that's been a good thing. So the first thing is this impacts everyone. But for freelancers specifically, if you look at the unique case of freelancers, they're already lacking that support infrastructure that an individual can access when they work in a large organization. So that feeling of isolation, that lack of support infrastructure is, is the first big issue that freelancers face. And in a, in a sort of pandemic environment where freelancers can no longer spend as much time on site with their clients, you know, interact with their, you know, with, with people in person, it, it, it compounds that issue. The second issue then, if you, if you add that sort of lack of support infrastructure, lack of community, lack of team, to the fact that they're already living in a, in a relatively volatile environment where, you know, they have to run a business, they have to execute projects, they're trying to look for where their next project's coming from. It's essentially like running your own business. So, you know, you could be great at your job, but if you can't win your next project, then you've got, you know, financial concerns. And unlike when you work in a permanent role, access to, you know, the benefits and the security right, that provides isn't there. Linked to that then, you know, your learning and development, your career is all with you to manage yourself, right? Rather than, again, an organization supporting you through that. Um, and then if you add on to that, all of the administration mm. around running it, you know, and freelancers, it becomes quite overwhelming for individuals. 
So that's what I was talking to Bharati about. To be a freelancer, you need to have the right mindset to be one because you need to look after yourself and your own well-being and run yourself as a business. So maybe freelancing is not for everybody. Absolutely right. So, you know, freelancing, you can sort of link it quite um, quite closely to an entrepreneurial mindset. You know, these individuals um, that are, you know, building and running their own businesses. But what I'd say is we've seen a, a big increase in, in individuals moving into freelance space because there's obviously a huge amount of upside, right? Mm-hmm. The control, the flexibility, the autonomy, you know, you can earn good, good value. And I think at our side, what we're trying to do is really trying to address some of those challenges and those trade-offs that freelancers have to make and try and replicate that support infrastructure that they're missing. So Anurag, how would a freelancer navigate through these challenges then? Exactly. So the first thing is that, you know, what we've done is we try to address the first one, which is the feeling of isolation. So we've launched a community platform that allows you know, independent freelancers to connect with their peers, connect with people in their markets, in their skill segments, and actually build networks, right? People like them who understand and can empathize can support each other. So they can replicate that, replicate that sort of team environment within a large organization. The second thing we can do is we can take away some of that pressure in terms of actually where's my next project coming from. So outside provides access projects through through the uh, through the platform itself and then in terms of providing access to sort of skills building training knowledge support again a big part of what the outside community is, is, is looking to do and in the future what we're looking to do is actually build broader set of ecosystem services that try and address the broader challenges that, that freelancers are facing to help them really thrive in what is becoming a more common way of working organizations demand for freelance talent is accelerating individuals are moving towards towards freelancing uh, by choice. And so what we need to do is create a market that's going to be sustainable and work fairly and well for, for both sides. Instead of just leaving it to the individual to look after themselves and to find support elsewhere, to what extent do you think companies should be doing a little bit more as well? Companies that hire freelancers in large numbers. As you said, the demand for freelancers is increasing. So why shouldn't these business people, these business owners, also get involved in looking after the welfare of their freelancers? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great question. I think um, early in the market, you know, organizations didn't really know how to deal with a freelancer or how to treat them. You know, they knew how to treat a permanent employee because the whole world is built um, employees, right? But, you know, when they started to get these contractors in, I think large organizations were struggling with, do we integrate them in? You know, do we make them part of our business? Do we treat them in the same way? And I think what you're realizing now is, you know, this it's not one or the other, actually. It's not a binary thing. So, if, if an individual is working for you, they're part of your duty of care, right? And creating a great experience for them is, is a big part of the responsibility. And organizations are very much waking up to this. One, because the competitive market means they have to. Because if you want to attract good freelance talent, you need to create an infrastructure that they're going to want to work. Um, so the big part that's missing is I think organizations still have a lot of way to go in terms of learning about this new persona of worker. What does a freelancer actually want, right, compared to a permanent employee? Is it a different experience? Do they need to treat them differently? So they, they don't, it's not about treating everyone the same. It's about acknowledging that an individual freelancer may be different. And it's about embracing that and looking at creating great experiences for them during that period that they're working with. Anurag, by doing so, aren't we taking the ex- most exciting part about about being a freelancer when we're all taking care of all our freelancers and I know we have to I'm yeah. just saying that doesn't that take 
the excitement of being a freelancer away from the freelancer if your freelancer is going to start thinking like another employee. I feel personally there's a difference between excitement and pain, but, but you know, the <laughs> I know pain what you mean. Makes you, pain makes you stronger. I mean, I can tell you I'm a freelancer yeah. and during the pandemic, I was mm. not working for a year and I felt that yeah. pain and I had to do my own, you know, cut things here and there and find jobs anywhere I can find jobs to survive. Yeah. But if we're going to take care of the needs of freelancers, would that take that skill, the survival skill of doing this it's, away from them? It's a really fair question. Freelancers aren't looking to be treated like a permanent employee, but what, what they're looking for is a base hygiene, right? So for example, mm. you know, are getting, you know, making sure you're paying a freelancer on time, right? Mm-hmm. So organization traditionally would look at freelancer like a supplier. So they're thinking 60-day payment terms, 90-day payment terms. You know, why, why would a freelancer who's done a piece of work over a period of months be paid later than a permanent employee? So basic duty of care, basic treatment around paying freelancers on time. When they join your organization, making sure that they're introduced properly, they're invited to team socials, you know, they are effective with an organization. The relationship doesn't necessarily need to be transactional or mm-hmm. a commoditized relationship. And I think that, that's what freelancers are looking for. They're not looking for... The, support, the full support infrastructure from an organization, because as, as you say, it, it takes away the benefits for an organization and the type of experience freelancer wants. Part of their excitement is the fact that they don't want the bureaucracy of working in, in a large organization, but they do want a fair, they do want fair treatment. And, and I think that's the base hygiene level that's important. And organizations like outside need to come in and offer services that, that fill that gap. We're, mm. we're for sure not looking for organizations to fill that gap. And actually, when you get the freelancers on board as much as possible, they will be able to help you achieve your business objectives much better as well if they're clued in on how the organization works, how the people think as well, including them in group meetings. All of those things really help with the bottom line too. Very quickly, Anurag, what exactly exactly are you working on next that would help this group of people? Yeah, so if you think about uh, a freelancer, and I, and I pointed to, you know, the, the world is made for paying employees. So if you think about financial services, if you're a freelancer, you're often earning more than you may do in a permanent role. But actually, the, the bank or insurance company seems to higher higher risk. So access to loans and credit cards, access to, a, you know, a mortgage, doing these basic things and getting insurance is harder, right? So we're trying to solve for some of these problems where at the moment you're almost penalized, right, by the way the market works of being a freelancer. And so we want to address some of those challenges. So things like, hey, can we take away some of the admin headaches? Can we build this community to take away some of the isolation? Can we build, can we partner with banks and insurance companies to allow them access to critical financial services solutions? Training and development, can we partner with skills development um, partners to come and bring qualifications and courses for our freelancers that they benefit. So these are some of the things we're trying to build an overall sort of ecosystem of services that makes it easier for freelancers to access things that are currently very fragmented and they just don't have the time to go and search for these solutions. All right. Thank you very much for that. Anurag, Anurag Bala is Managing Director and Co-Founder of Outsized. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.